Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. You are absolutely wrong. I don't know how many times <laughs> wait, I have to wait. tell you. Oh. We didn't even start yet. Oh, we didn't? Okay. We haven't even. <laughs> Actually, you were wrong yesterday. You said. A, a false statement into the microphone. What, 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 what? You said the ACLU has come out supporting the president's ability to be on Twitter and Facebook, and that's not true. Uh, what has happened, what happened, and you knew this to be true. You just kind of, uh, yeah, what do you say, expanded what they said. One of the attorneys for the ACLU th- expressed an opinion, and he may be 100% right, I'm not arguing that, saying that he believes that a check on free speech is really negative for free, free speech any time. Uh, he happens to be one of the legal counselors for the ACLU, but he is not speaking for them. Have they fired them. him or repudiated him in any way? They don't need to. They believe oh, in free okay. speech, so he's allowed to say whatever he wants to. Well, to if they believe in to. free speech, then they most certainly are opposed to the president being thrown off Twitter and, and all uh, No, they actually do believe that uh, commercial businesses can bar insightful sure. language and seditious language if they so choose. Well, sedition. There we go with sedition and insightful well, language. Well, you know, that's, that's the thing. If, if, if you encourage your supporters to go into the U.S. Capitol, which some people say the president has done this, you know. And uh, he did. He told them to go down there. No so, argument there. No, he didn't? to go into. To go into, Did he I say said. to go in? I don't no, no, think he I'm said saying going, okay. if, if people do that, that's seditious in my view. He didn't specifically get that go that okay. far. He didn't tell but them But anyway, the there. ACLU, of course, the, the big thing is that the ACLU is not in support of President Trump's ban on Twitter or Facebook. They do support free speech, but they haven't said that. One of their attorneys spoke, speaking on his, of his own opinion, and maybe wisely said, you know, free speech is better in all of its ugly forms, rather than to, to limit it. But the ACLU itself hasn't taken a position on that. And as you do know, the ACLU is very, very much in support of impeaching President Trump and getting him out of office ASAP. So those are, that's a big clarification for our, our audience. All right, we would like I'm your sorry, opinion. I'm sorry, if the attorney for the company says that that's their opinion, I think that's their opinion. He never said it was their opinion. He said it was his opinion. We invite you to call us now about this topic, plus many, many other uh, important topics. We had Kerry Benninghoff, who's the head of the Republican Party in Harrisburg, or one of the leaders, uh, saying he wants uh, all the lawmakers in Harrisburg to budge to the back of the COVID-19 vaccination line. So I think that's a very uh, noteworthy position for him to have. We also have, of course, President Trump did meet with Vice President. Mike Pence last evening, so I'm sure they had uh, came up with some sort of an agreement. Uh, this is a great opportunity for the president to step up and maybe talk about uh, gluing this country back together a little bit and asking his uh, most
most ardent supporters to stand down and stop this threatening language as it relates to state capitals. So we have Are that they going threatening? on. I haven't heard any group come out and threaten violence at state uh, capitals. The FBI, yeah. The it's, FBI it's, says, now you're saying a lie. The FBI has indicated that they've received some rumblings, but I right. haven't heard any group come out and say, we're advocating violence at state capitals on elect, on uh, Inauguration Day. Have and you? Likewise, I did not say that the groups said that. I simply said the president should ask any people in sure his should. support groups to stand down and, and to stop this uh, Absolutely capital threat, threatening. So. Assuming there is a threat. Oh, you think? Well, that's true. The, yeah, the president's FBI could be perfectly mistaken. They could be making it up just to foment more division. So, so you get the sense of what <laughs> there's a lot going on. We have an email that's left over from Thursday, so Joe's going to be reading that in yes, 30 seconds. You will just absolutely flip out if I don't read I this know. because gonna, it's insulting to me, right? As my lovely bride would say, I'm going to have a meltdown if. I dot, think dot, you're dot. on the verge of a meltdown most days. <laughs> I'm unhinged. Yeah, poor president. They keep calling him unhinged. I've been unhinged for decades. <laughs> On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. 1-800-795-9565. You can email, as three individuals have done, at on the market wkok.com and you can text us as one two individuals have done at 70236 so joe upper right hand corner gentlemen i feel the need to respond to opinions expressed by the email and callers to the thursday show i am appalled by attempts to justify the vicious attack on america's capitol building these comments lack facts and surely have no level of intelligence there was nothing american about the events in our nation's capital once again, your show missed an opportunity to try to heal the division that exists in our valley. I'm so tired of hearing the excuse, well, the other side did it. Joe, two wrongs do not make a right. It's time this show becomes part of the solution instead of part of the problem. The majority of responses and opinions should be shared over coffee at the local diner. Also, if you want to compare what happened in Washington, D.C. to an historic event, the Revolutionary War is an incorrect example. The reason behind the Civil War draws many similarities to what happened Thursday. The MAGA hat, now and forever, sits aside the swastika and the Confederate flag as a symbol of terrorism, white nationalism, and treason. Respectfully, Robo. Ooh, I love the last sentence. That's, uh, that summarized it nicely. Yeah, the MAGA hat will have to go there with the Confederate flag. Terrorism, white nationalism, and treason. All right, so uh, thanks for reading that, and thank you for the individual who sent it. We really do appreciate that. Well, I'm sure Closely you do. held opinions. <laughs> well, I, well, what about this? Your no. show, this is my show. He missed an opportunity to heal the division. I, you know, I think he's criticizing me as much. I'm the coordinator of the conversation. I so, see. Uh, I, I agree with him, too. I just think, you know, we really have to think hard to try to make sure that the things we're doing here aren't just enjoying the division in the U.S. and uh, helping to you know, capitalize on it. Well, aren't we exercising free speech here? Isn't that what this country is all about? Absolutely. And We and don't have anyone tolerate, we don't tolerate anyone calling for violence here. We right. haven't had anyone calling for violence here. We've had a few people who've let occasional curse words slip, which we've had to beep, but we <laughs> haven't had to censor anybody for violence or insurrection or Nazism or swastikaism. Right. We, we've but just talked the about the issues of the day okay, from yeah. both sides. Okay, that's great. So we're doing a fabulous job 
of not moving the nation forward. See, the goal is not just to wallow in the fact that we're in third gear. The goal is for us to help get us into fourth gear, to look for solutions and have common you, ground. Have and, you heard and the introduction of this program? Your opportunity to comment on events that uh, affect the life in the Susquehanna Valley. <laughs> right. The deep doesn't voice say we have to move anybody Joe. forward. It says we have to explore the issues. <laughs> the deep voice man has no idea that we have a great responsibility to help pull this nation together. Well, he, somebody in this organization wrote what the deep voice right, man he, said. He gets paid to say those <laughs> things, but uh, the unspoken term that's part of our uh, not only our FCC license, but our license and open platform in the region is to make sure that we're part of the solution, no. not just wallowing in the mud. The FCC does not care if we're part of the solution. All what right. they care about is whether or not we present an opportunity for people to express their opinions, whether we involve ourselves in the community, just as Steve has done. Good morning, Steve. You're on the mark. Good morning, guys. How you doing? All right. You, buddy. Not too bad. So the reason I'm calling, you know, I think for a couple of reasons, the Republican Party should support the impeachment, conviction, and removal of Donald Trump. Right now, the Republican Party is essentially the party of insurrection, the party of sedition. In other words, the Republican Party has made it clear, if it doesn't get its own way in voting or in legislation, it's going to send armed mobs to attack public buildings as well as the people inside. Now that's quite a statement, Steve. Where do you get that, that the Republican Party issued that statement saying that's what their position is? There's a picture of the elephant in riot gear or, or uh, what that, uh, tactical gear. The Republican yeah. Party has said nothing to the kind. Yeah. Did you, were you, did you sleep through last Wednesday, Joe? The Republican or, Party, you, the national did chairman. Did you read any reports? Did you read any reports about the events at the Capitol building? Everyone I could get my that? everyone I could get my hands on, but in none of them did I see okay. the Republican Party coming out and endorsing what happened. In fact no. I saw them condemning what happened. Oh, of course they do, after the fact. Well oh, so now know, they're hypocrites before, too, okay. You know, we we heard uh, before the before the march down to the Capitol we heard uh, the president speak, we heard Rudy Giuliani speak, we heard Donald Trump Jr. speak, and all three of them uh, made it very clear that they wanted the people they were talking to to uh, march down to Washington, to take back their country, to show strength, to be strong. Giuliani talked about combat journalism. So anyway... And they are not the Republican Party. They are not the Republican Party, in my opinion. Well, that's your opinion, and you certainly are. You can certainly have your. Well, opinion. you give me a as demonstration long, that they represent the Republican Party in any way in their calls for violence, if you call it that. Okay, well, wait, uh, well you know, Joe, you know, I, I, I would love to allow you to get me off the track, but I'm going to fight that this morning if I can. The deflector uh, in chief the, is in today. You got that right, boy. And the thing is, you see, as long as Donald Trump. Uh, has any power to run for re-election again, then he will continue to have some influence and some power, and his uh, his followers will continue to uh, show the behavior that they showed on on uh, Wednesday. So that's the first thing. That's the first reason that the Republicans need to 
impeach and convict Donald Trump. His influence and power would be greatly reduced. Now, the second thing, and this is even, this is really much more practical. If Donald Trump cannot run for re-election or cannot run for president in 2024, then his power and his ability to try and uh, persuade people to run in primary against those he doesn't like is greatly diminished. Once Donald Trump once Donald Trump cannot run for president, because as you know, Joe, uh, if you are convicted, one of the penalties is you can't run for federal office. Right. Uh, that means Trump is no more than a private citizen. He's no more than Sean Hannity, Bill O'Reilly, Laura Ingram, or any of the wackos uh, on, on Fox News, Newsmax, or... QAnon. And so all the people on the left, they're commonsensical, they're the reasonable people. I mean, you know, the Joe Scarboroughs and the all the others, they're they're fine people, but they're the nutbags on the right. They're they need to be checked and balanced, right? How did I how did we get on to that? You I'm you called the people on the right, you called the commentators on the right, you called them uh, idiots or not idiots, but uh, unhinged or something like that. I have to go back and check your exact words. But you know, there are people on the far left who are just as bad, if not worse. Well, that's that that may be, but that's that has nothing to do with the issue. The issue is: Should Trump? Would it be in the Republicans' interests? to convict Donald Trump and not not just remove him from office, that's going to happen anyway, but to prevent him from ever uh, running for... Do, do you think, Joe, you're a, you're a good Republican. Do you, do you want Donald Trump to continue to have an opportunity to run for president? I don't think, first of all, I'll answer it in two parts. Personally, I don't want to see him run again for anything. Okay. Over and above that, uh, I don't think the Republican Party. And I, you, you know, you, you're equating you, in the past. You've talked about Trumpers. Now you're talking about Republicans. I think Republicans abhor what happened at the Capitol. They don't support it. No Republican <laughs> I know of is in favor of it. Everyone of I know has condemned it. You know, so. I don't think that President Trump has a Chinaman's chance somewhere warm, as they used to say, in, in running again for any office. I think he is so damaged. He has so damaged himself, and he has built yeah. this, this horrible cesspool for himself, and I don't think he's ever going to swim his way out of it. And I don't think he well, should swim his way out of okay, it. Okay, okay. Well, uh, let me take a turn now. Uh, if, if that's how you feel, then, as the old saying goes, I have a bridge in Brooklyn that I'd like to sell you. you know, yeah, millions of followers uh, still love him. After, after, after Trump was... Well, he asked me how I felt. He asked me how okay. I felt. I thought I got a turn here. I guess I don't. Be brief. You after do, Trump, but you asked me how I felt, and I'm just clarifying that for Mark. That yes, was my opinion. And I appreciate that. Yes. After Trump was impeached the first time, Senator Susan Collins from Maine said that I, he has learned his lesson now. I think he has learned his right. lesson now, and that will be reflected in his behavior. And it was not. <laughs> Senator Roy Blunt, two days ago, said after the Wednesday's uh, riot, Senator Blunt said, well, uh, Trump has touched the hot spot on the stove now, and I don't think he'll be doing that again. So, in other words, uh, you are not alone among Republicans in believing that Trump has now 
learned his lesson or you know will suffer repercussions he never has before and i will tell you this as far as republicans abhorring what happened on wednesday what i believe is that good republicans like yourself and some other people i know part of them says you know we're the good republicans we're the good republicans thank goodness we've got those crazy people like storm the capitol they're the real foot soldiers all right, we got to cut you off there. The overwhelming majority <laughs> of the you, people Steve. who attended the thank overwhelming you, majority you, of the people who attended that were not rioters. They were not looters. But I do find it interesting that they were every time CBS refers to this or the mainstream media, they refer to it as the murderous uh, riot at the Capitol. And yet, when there were people killed in Portland, no one ever used the word murderous. All right, thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate that, uh, Tom. We we have to take a break, but you're going to be the last caller before a break. You waited long enough. Go right ahead. Thanks for waiting. All right, I'll, I'll tell you why Trump should be. I'll give you a million reasons why Trump should be impeached. We don't have time for a million. Can you cut it down? Number a few? number one. Yes, you do. Number one, <laughs> he should have been impeached last last year. We wouldn't have this problem. Number two, he gets. I won't go into numbers, but. When he when he gets out of office, he gets two hundred and seven thousand dollars a year retirement fund. He gets free medical, free dental. He gets one hundred. He gets one million dollars travel expenses a year. Whether he, he doesn't have to use them, but they allot him one million dollars for travel. They allot Melania five hundred thousand dollars for travel. He gets Secret Service protection which costs over three million dollars a year okay he well, gets let, he let gets a fancy funeral and he gets to be pulled by a horse-drawn buggy <laughs> you think anybody you think anybody's going to contribute to his library i doubt it not too many people he doesn't and he gets but, and he gets the, the government sets up a presidential office for him and pays for that but he hasn't taken any of his salary over and, these years he does not deserve any of that stuff he does not deserve any of that stuff. Every None of past, it. every past president and that, that deserves stuff, it. That stuff, that, that stuff adds up into, you know, like ten million dollars just for one year. If he's impeached, does he get that stuff? I don't know. Does he? He would have to be Maybe removed if he's from convicted, office. Convicted? Yeah. If he's convicted. Yeah, but he won't be. He so. has to be removed from office to lose those things. Yeah, it I, doesn't matter the, if he's the impeachment, He has to be removed from office. The impeachment itself does not remove any of that. He has to actually That's be right. convicted. There's be a convicted. second step he, where they have to remove him. He does not deserve any of these things that he, was, that he would get by not being thrown out of office. He needs to be thrown out of office. I don't want to give him a cent of my money to anything, any of those benefits that a president gets. All right, we got you, Tom. Anything else? Thank you so much, though. I appreciate well, all that Well, just deduct that from your taxes, Tom. Well, anything I'll say is Fred Keller better get his act together because there was a whole page in the paper today. <laughs> I saw, I editorials. Saw <laughs> Every one of them was against him. Well, we've invited Congressman, we've invited Congressman Keller on this program many times. He's got an open mic here any day. He wants to come and talk to the people. Well, he's not going to come on there now because he's got his head up uh, Trump's rear end too far, and he can't talk. 
All right. Well, there's a that. graphic description. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. I right. appreciate that. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We've got open phones. got an email that was sent to the newsroom and subsequently forwarded to us. And uh, uh, two newer emails are right in front of that. So we'll look at those as time goes on. And we'd love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way. And then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way. Let you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Investing in your business, but not adding high-speed fiber? Bad decision. All right, we turn to Wikipedia, and of course our good caller Tom is always right, and today no exception. He says, as far as the pension, the Secretary of the Treasury pays a taxable pension to the President. Former Presidents receive a pension equal to the pay that the head of an executive department office in government would be paid. As of 2020, that would be $219,000 annually in pension. His First Lady, if she doesn't have another pension, would receive $20,000 annually. Annually? Yes. Okay. Uh, Transition funding. Uh, for the expenses of leaving the offices available for seven months. He does get a staff and office. Uh, the salaries of the office employees are curtailed somewhat, but they're limited somewhat, but uh, the, uh, he does get that. Uh, medical insurance. He is entitled to medical treatment in military hospitals, but pays for that at rates set by the Office of Management and Budget. Two-term presidents may buy health insurance under the Federal Employees Health Insurance Benefit Program. So he has the opportunity to buy in to the Federal Insurance Benefits Program if he so chooses. But he's not a two-term president, so he wouldn't be asked to do that. But he would get medical care at a military hospital if he so chooses to but avail himself. But he has himself. to pay for it. Right, he would have to pay just like you and I if somehow we could budge in front of veterans or something. Secret Service pr- protection, of course, that's also provided. Some presidents have relinquished their Secret Service presidents at, after a time. Okay, so yeah, thank you, Tom. Yeah, great information. Appreciate that. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. Said the, the caller asked, don't Republicans think it would be in their best interest for Trump to be impeached or resign? Here's a Republican's answer. No. Please don't talk about Republicans anymore. We're just Americans. And uh, did this guy sleep through the assault on the courthouse in Seattle? They didn't get what they wanted, so attacking a federal building was appropriate. But that wasn't a group of Republicans, so that doesn't fit the narrative. Okay. And again, it's murderous when Republicans do it. It's not murderous when other people do it. <laughs> All right. And this was sent to the newsroom, but they forwarded it to us. Okay. I heard your remarks about Congressman Keller's complaints about Pennsylvania's election. It's the same nonsense Fred has been saying. It's misguided and it's disingenuous. And he's misleading his constituents. Look no further than the fact that if the objections he were so uh, were so consequential that, in his mind, the entire election was tainted and should not be respected... 
then his own election, conducted and certified with the same ballots and in the same manner, was tainted too. He can't have it both ways. The truth is he shamefully participated in stoking a lie and the president's narrative, and it had been devastating. It had devastating consequences. Shame on him. He played a part in this and shares the responsibility for what happened. All right. Thank you for the email. Send it to on the market to put KOK.com newsroom. This uh, when did this arrive? Yesterday at eight, Yesterday. In, the, eight, eight in the morning. And we just got it tonight, today. So yeah, send that. But this is what's faster. amazing to me. I mean, he if if people honestly believe that the election was a had problems, and I think Fred has never called used. I don't. I haven't heard him use the words fraud, but I know there were things that concerned him uh, just from his public statements because we haven't had the chance to talk to him on this show. Although we'd love that chance, but. But, you know, his own statements indicate the problems he had, and they center around the Supreme Court's decision, the governor's decision, and the secretary of state's decision. He didn't use the words fraud. He didn't talk about other things. He talked about those elements which he believed and which many of us believe these uh, were wrong. Uh, the state Supreme Court violated its own constitution. Okay, but I think when John Meckley was on Sunrise the other day, and, and we'll hear this, uh, we have an excerpt of his remarks, we can play it. What he's saying is that, yes, okay, so the governor did this, it was a state of emergency, he thought he had the power to do this, and so he imposed it. Republicans uh, fought it in the, first in the lower courts, and then in the state Supreme Court, and the state Supreme Court, while of course it may be democratically controlled, still weighed all the legal issues here and ruled in favor of the governor and said he did have that. That's the end of the case. No, it's not. They can appeal to the United States Supreme Court, and that's what they've done. My point is that when it comes to adjudicating this in Pennsylvania, that's it. That's the end of the line. All right. It, this has been asked and answered. Now they can't appeal, and, they, and you say they have. And that's fine. I, I hope and they get And then if the Supreme Court way. gets the final say, then it's not the end of the line. The Supreme Court is the end of the line. Once they rule, if they say, hey, the governor was within his rights, I'm fine with that. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'd encourage anybody to call us at any time in the uh, hours ahead, in the hour ahead, and express their viewpoint. I want to talk about something very important here. It's your. I bet uh, it's a Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, well, we'd like you to visit the Berwick <laughs> Motor Company if there is such a place, because the first thing they'll do is say, "We don't have what you want. Go to the Sunbury Motor Company." Okay, I hope there isn't a Berwick Motor Company. Yeah, I Ford, think we all, you, all do. Up, see if there is. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory is their speciality. Also, the fact that their website is packed with information. They have ways to purchase vehicles online directly from your home. They got the Quick Lane on North Fourth Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service. They pump me up with nitrogen on many occasions. Uh, they got two locations, of course, North 4th Street and Sunbury and the Kia dealership on Routes 11 and 15. We just hope you have avail yourself of an opportunity to be super served by the Sunbury Motor Company. You are listening to News Radio 1070 WDKOK Sunbury WDKOK News Time. It is now 9 a.m. Back with On the Mark after CBS. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is here. He hopes to wallow in the mud of divisive squalor for another few days. What? I, on the other hand, am hopeful. <laughs> wallow that we in the mud of divisive squalor. Boy, there's a sentence. I hope to move us forward with solution-oriented conversation, even if yeah. Joe's too dumb to know it. Okay. Oh, wait. Maybe, blah, blah, maybe, blah. Maybe I'm Maybe I violated my own rule. Yes, anyway. you did. All right, no more name calling on this show. You get it? We but want you to be part of the solution, you dumb nitwit. Okay. <laughs> is that what you're saying? That's to me? what I'm trying to say. Yes, thank okay. you. Well said. All right, on the mark here, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please support them by going down to the North 4th Street Plaza or Routes 11 and 15 in Holmes Wharf. SunburyMotors.com is the start stepping off point for most of the purchases that you'll want to make there. Our toll free line is open. Call us 1 800 799. Nine five nine five six five. You can email us at onthemarket.kok.com and text us at 70236. Shikolami High School has a positive COVID-19 case. Shikolami School District Superintendent Dr. Jason Pendle confirmed the school's second case and says close contacts with that individual have been notified. He says the high school will remain open while all of this happens. Meantime, the Oakland Elementary School in the district heading back to remote learning for two days uh, because two probable COVID-19 cases were reported there. Pennsylvania Secretary of Health Dr. Rachel Levine announced during a news briefing Monday Pennsylvania will move to the next phase of its COVID-19 vaccination plan whether they get enough vials or not. Uh, she said there's no way that they won't jab people if they get the vaccines. Meantime uh, there is a resource they're setting up for people who aren't health care workers. New to our website today will be a map that shows where health care personnel who are not part of a hospital or health system can get vaccinated. And there is contact information for each location that you will need to schedule an appointment. Dr. Levine says the state's also prepared to move to the next phase even if everyone at phase 1A isn't fully vaccinated yet. In Harrisburg, police who guard the state capitol are working to be more visible and have been coordinating plans with other agencies to secure the building since a violent mob stormed the U.S. Capitol last week. Uh, Troy Thompson, speaking for the state agencies that oversees the capitol, police says the efforts to ensure safety of those working in the building and the protection of the complex began after the riot Wednesday that followed a speech by President Trump. It came before there were greater threats placed at state capitals around the U.S., according to the FBI. And uh, let's see, how about some good news from Harrisburg? House Majority Leader Kerry Benninghoff told Pennsylvania health officials to move him and other lawmakers to the back of the COVID line, uh, vaccination line. In a letter sent to the Secretary of Health, Benninghoff said that elected officials should place the well-being of their constituents above themselves and not budge to the front of the line, but instead relinquish positions so that they find themselves at the end of the vaccine line. <laughs> Besides, he says guidance from the CDC doesn't include government workers in the same category as high-risk populations or essential workers with comorbidities or other pre-existing conditions, but Pennsylvania's plan does. So how about that? 
a non-selfish elected leader in Harrisburg, no less. I'm shocked. No. All right. Good anyway. for him. All right. Finally, I do have another note to, to say. Oh, President Trump admitted Monday that he's at least partially to blame for what transpired at the U.S. Capitol last Wednesday, according to House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, who spoke with the president Monday. Multiple Republicans familiar with the conversation confirmed the details to CBS. The call between the president and top House Republicans came on the same day. President Trump met face-to-face in the Oval Office with the vice president for the first time uh, since people were inside the Capitol heard chanting, Hang Mike Pence. The outreach to senior Republicans comes as the House is set to vote today on a resolution calling for Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment. All right, you made that. All right, we have a text that says, What exactly are people claiming that Trump said to incite violence? I listened to his speech, and I heard the word peaceful in conjunction with the protest, but I never heard him inciting violence. Also, do you think that impeachment will serve to unify the nation or further divide it? I guess you. I listened to the whole speech. It is very divisive, but I guess people hear with different ears. Um, I'll I'll Google that and what people found to be the most divisive there. I don't have it in front of me. We did have it in front of us right. last week. But Rudy Giuliani did the same thing, and I think Don Jr. did the same thing. I think it was the totality of the three. Right, not necessarily maybe an individual word. Right. Well, plus, and this is the conclusion of six years of divisive uh, rhetoric by the president. But, yeah, good question. Uh, Karen will look that up. one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is the telephone number. Mike, patiently waiting. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning. Uh, so anxious to talk to you that I'm standing in the cold up here in Williamsport, and we have a lot more snow up here than we do down in your area. I know. Isn't that crazy? Hey. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Hey, uh, here's here's what I I want to say. What I really think and feel about this. First of all, we had an event last Wednesday, okay, and as a result of that event, we're having an impeachment in the Congress. And the way I see things, whenever something happens, I want to know what happened. In other words, what really happened. And, and to do that, you have to have what when I when I used to work, we called it a root cause analysis. We, we stepped back, we got all the facts that we thought we had, and then we did a thorough investigation to find out what really happened. Because a lot of times what appeared to be on the surface, the cause, really wasn't the cause, it was a deeper cause. And to me, to jump to conclusions and have an impeachment really shows that, uh, I would, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say our Congress is a joke. Okay, because we have major problems in this country. We have a pandemic going on. We have budgetary problems. We have problems with our enemies. And we called Congress back to have an impeachment. And I'm going to call it a show impeachment. And if there's a stain on anything right now, the stain is on our Congress. I don't think they've been called back yet. And matter of fact, I think it would take both Chuck Schumer and the story I heard this morning, Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell agreeing to call them back for them to be called back without a unanimous vote of theirs. And I don't think that Mitch McConnell will agree to it, to be honest with you. Well, that, you're talking for the Senate, right? Right, and they can't have a trial without the Senate. The House is pretty. Right. Yeah, I agree with you. The House is going to go ahead and vote to impeach him, no matter what. Why is the House doing this? Right. What's so egregious that we have to impeach the president now? Am I right? Uh, I, uh, I'm sorry, I, I missed that. I mean, there was a little bit of background noise here. What did you say, Mark? I just said you're you're basically asking what is so <laughs> urgent about this that the House must impeach this week. Uh, what I'm saying is. We do not know the facts. 
the House of Representatives needs to do the investigation just like they did in the last impeachment. They met in the basement, they did all those things, they looked around, they looked around, and then they finally decided they were going to have a vote. But now, without knowing the facts, we're going to have a vote in the House to impeach this president. What is the purpose of that? It shows the true colors of what we're dealing with. We're not, as far as I'm concerned, those people in Washington, they're more real, uh, interested in getting reelected in power than they are solving the problems of our country because if they were solving the wanted to solve the problems of the country they wouldn't be home right now and they, then they wouldn't have to have be rushing back to impeach the president the the whole thing is a show impeachment and it really shows what those people are and it, it's to me it's disgusting that they they would put the country through this after they like your last emailer said i thought we were supposed to be uniting that country we're not uniting the country if anything we're dividing it more with this process of impeachment but here's the question that i think that the, the house is arguing they're only drafting one article of impeachment claiming that the president uh seditiously if you will uh incited to violence now the only thing they have, the only evidence they could possibly have are his words. So the question becomes whether or not his words are sufficient to justify and sustain that charge. I don't think they are. I think they're reprehensible. I think he should be uh, censured, censured certainly, uh, but I don't think they rise to the level of, of him actually calling people to violate, uh, to, you know, break into the Congress and hurt people. It's just not there. All right. According, I, to I absolutely agree with you, Joe. And like I said, we don't know what motivated those people. We don't even know who the people were. We know who some of them are, but we haven't done a full investigation. We right. don't know. Right. All right. Uh, New York Times compiled some of the things that could be thought to be insightful, not insight like you see inside something, but inciting uh, from the speech. Quote, Republicans are constantly fighting like a boxer with his hands tied behind his back. It's like a boxer, and we want to be so nice. We want to be respectful of everybody, including bad people, and we're going to have to fight much harder. We're going to walk down to the Capitol, and we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women, and we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength. You have to be strong. When you catch somebody in a fraud, you're going to go by a very different rule. So I hope Mike Pence has the courage to do what he has to do, and I hope he doesn't listen to the rhinos and the stupid people that he's listening to. I hope Mike is going to do the the right thing. I hope so. I hope so, because if if Mike Pence does the right thing, we win the election. And I actually just spoke to Mike. I said, Mike, that doesn't take that doesn't take courage. What takes courage is to do nothing. That's what takes courage. I want to thank our 13 most courageous members of the U.S. Senate. Then he names them. Senators have stepped up. We want to thank them. It takes, again, more courage not to step up, and I think a lot of other people are going to find that out. You better start looking at your leadership because your leadership has led you down the tubes. I will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. You don't concede when there's theft involved. Our country's had enough. We will not take it anymore, and that is what this is all about, and to use 
use a favorite term, uh, we will stop the steal. You will have an illegitimate president. What is uh, that is what you will have, and we can't be led to that. These are the facts. You won't hear these from the fake news media. It's all part of the suppression effort. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. We fight like hell. And if you don't fight like hell, we're going to we're not going to have a country anymore. Well, this it goes on and on, but that's oh no, I'm sorry, there is only one paragraph. Well then I might as well read it. Now it is up to Congress to confront this egregious assault on our democracy. And after this we're going to walk down and I'll be there with you. We're going to the Capitol. We're going to try to give the Democrats uh, their hopeless. They are never voting for anything, not even one vote, but we are going to try to give our Republicans the weak ones because the strong ones don't need any of our help. We're going to try to give them the kind of pride and boldness that they need to take back our country. That's a heck of a sentence. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's transcribed Mark, I, I have living. to tell you, that didn't motivate me to think about violence, but that motivated me to do was think about what Republicans are faced with right now. And look, what just happened with the, all these social media platforms, they're basically, and, and we can argue about this, but the reality is they're trying to suppress the thoughts and the feelings of the people on the right, okay? Yep. And 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 it and we and you do we do have to fight that we can't stand back and and let them have what they want silencing my voice like right now I'm so happy to be able to speak like this on this phone to you on the radio but with what's going on in Washington they're they're shutting down social media and and, and it scares me that people are standing by and saying hey that's okay Washington and, and is so not I shutting want to down fight for social that, media. I want my voice to be heard, and that's how I'm fighting. And I didn't see it, hear anything in that sentence that you read that would incite anybody to violence. So that's why I think this is another sham impeachment. The, Washington isn't shutting down social media. Social media found some of the president's remarks to be incendiary and potentially insightful, so he, they stopped his account. But this has been years in the making, not just something he said this week. But that, there, it's a private commercial business, and if you're unhappy with the way Twitter behaves, guess what, uh, Mike? You can just go to some other social media account. And same with Facebook. No, no you can't. They've shut them down. They, 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 through competition, well, unfair competition, they've shut down Parler. their contract with Amazon, so they'll have to find a server elsewhere. But believe it or don't, there are other computer servers in the country, Joe. But they have so. all been blacklisting Parler. Well, that's because they allow this incendiary remarks. They cut off. Uh, they did find a hundred. Did you hear the? Did you hear the guy? And just for, forgive me for this, but did you hear the guy from Parler, the CEO? He said that they received a notice uh, several days ago, mm -hmm. long before the event at the Capitol. I gather, calling attention to some facts that people put things on their website that were incendiary, if you will, and they removed them. And so and they got a let they got a letter back from uh, from Amazon saying you're okay with us you corrected Good. it and then they turn around and all three of them Amazon uh, Google and Apple on the same day at the same time decide that Parler is no longer worthy of their support Mike we'll give you the last word go right ahead okay so these social media companies they have a special exemption they are not liable for the things that are posted on their platform and as such they cannot be sued so they can do whatever they want they can silence whoever they want and they say they can do it in the in the uh, manner of making things civic but the reality is if they're going to act like that then they need to take away the preferential treatment and right now everybody that they're blackballing 
they're doing it for their own reasons so that they're sucking up to the Democrats that just got elected so they don't have the rug pulled out from under them so that they have to behave like everybody else. Well, there you go. There's a good motivator this conversation. So, yeah, well said. Thank you so much, Thanks, Mike. Mike. Yep, Appreciate thanks your call. In. All right, we got four open lines. We got emails uh, coming in, and one is here. We got texts. What we would need is a phone call. So, please, dial it up, 1-800-795-9565. I personally couldn't care less if Twitter and Facebook ban people because it's a silly private service and they're able to do whatever they want. Joe says, no, it's it's bonafide free speech. It's the new town square. It must be open to everyone. Oh, my gosh. So, so you're, let me, let me ask you this that? question. You're standing on a soapbox in the middle of Cameron Park making a speech about something you're very passionate about. Somebody comes along, pulls you off the soapbox, <laughs> sticks a gag in your mouth, and says, no, no more of that, Mark Lawrence. We're done. Well, no, the town you had square free speech. is open. Well, you, and, this is, and that's what they've advertised themselves as. That's their exemption, the fact oh, that they are sure. not publishers. They merely pass along free speech. Now that they're editing people, they have become publishers, and they should be liable for everything they do. All right, 1-800-795-9565. If you'd like to show just how wrong Joe is, give us a buzz. <laughs> Fans <laughs> on the line. Hold on, buddy. We'll be right with you. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guy guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Okay, we are back, and we have some texts, and we have a caller. One of our texters says, Steve, if you want to call the Republicans the party of insurrection, maybe you need to look in the mirror and explain why the Democrats occupied the Senate office building and attacked the Supreme Court in 2018 over the Kavanaugh nomination. I see why you Democrats want to impeach Trump. You're afraid of, um, well, we lost it. You're afraid of, uh, why? Okay, why? Such fear of one man, Steve. The left has complete control over two branches of government, and you're still miserable. Why? <laughs> uh, Stan is using inverted word order, so it's hard to read. I think I'm uh, reading Spanish, where we have the adjective well, it's first. It's German. It's actually German. Oh, is it? no German. <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565 is the rest of the open lines. Than is on line one. Good morning, sir. Uh, Joe is ready to deflect your observations now. Deflect? <laughs> I'll be darned. That's exactly what I was going to talk about. Uh, Joe, I, I, I appreciate your love of the rules. Sometimes I don't think you remember there are ethics connected with rules, but I like your I like your uh, following of rules. One rule you do not follow, and I'm fairly sure you know it, is that there are rules of debate. Are you familiar with that? 
Well, we don't run this program on Robert's Rules of Order, so yes, I am familiar with them. See, that's a diversion. No, it's not. It's an answer uh, to your question. There's also the red herring <laughs> which you use. Between diversion and red herring, you really can uh, irritate Steve, I well, know. Well, I know there's something and fishy about you, then, but go ahead. I, I also realize <laughs> that you sometimes really irritate me when you don't follow the rules. And the other thing is, I'm wondering about this taking, I, I'm on one side on taking people off social media, and that is, since I don't go to social media much at all, uh, it doesn't really affect me, but I believe, Joe, you're the mayor of a small town, and you do a great job, but somebody went, if somebody went to your town square and stood up on a soapbox and said, we are going to go and egg Joe McGranahan's house until you can't even find it under the egg problem. Uh, would you want him to be on that soapbox? Would you allow him to say that? Well, the president didn't say anything remotely like that. He didn't urge anybody to Wait go to the Capitol. No, I'm no. asking you a question. No, Joe. I'm you asking. I'm answer, I'm trying question. to answer your question. I'm trying to answer your question. I don't think they're equals. You know, uh, it, it's not a good comparison. If you want to say to me, if someone stands on my on my square and my the soapbox and says, "I think you ought to march peacefully to Joe McGranahan's house and let him know how upset you are about this or that ordinance or this or that thing," I'm fine with that. That's within the, all the time. That, yeah, right. I have people at my door all the time. But, you know, that that's fine, Than, and that's legitimate, and that's respectful. I think the president crossed the line, in my opinion, but I don't think he incited violence. He didn't specifically, you know, call on people to, to be violent. As a matter of fact, he used the oh, word peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you fell for everything else, too. You fell for the fact that the Mexican paid for the wall. You fell for the fact that the wall is nearly completed. You fell for the fact that Mexicans now are mostly rapists. Now you're deflecting. And you fell for the word peaceful in a very, very non-peaceful Now, there you go, insulting me, saying, I I believe Mexicans are rapists. I've never said anything like that. No, no, I've never, no, no, no. That's what I you said. said. No, you that's what you said. You heard him say that. You said, I bought you it. You have been then, a suspect of Mexicans every step. You said, I bought it. I don't buy it. Those were your words. You bought it. I didn't okay, buy it. Okay, I did say that because you sound in your arguments like you bought it. And by the way, one more thing. You talked about the big companies, be it Amazon or uh, whomever, who have withdrawn their support of not only Trump, but a lot of people in the Republican Party. And you said it was political. I don't think it is, Joe. I think it's monetary. Well, let me ask you how I many... That, I think that uh, Amazon goes where the money is, and the money right now is not with a disorganized, I guess, wannabe dictator. Listen, I don't think that the, anybody should be abridging free speech, and I know you well enough to know you don't support the abridgment of free speech. I think Never. what makes us strong is the interchange of ideas, the fact that somebody can get up and say something I absolutely hate and I find disgusting. But I would not take that person down off the soapbox. Now, if they yell fire in a crowded theater and if they incite a riot, yes, there I think you do have recourse to stop them or at least limit their access to uh, large numbers of people. But on the other hand, 
you don't you do that as a one-time measure. You say to them, look, you do this again, you're going to be pulled off. You know, you don't do it immediately and forever. Well, wait a minute. It didn't. Uh, I, I am sure that Facebook and uh, Twitter warned Trump and his uh, bunch of uh, followers that they were on the edge of losing their accounts. And when they didn't change, they took the accounts away. I, I believe that's how it happened. I don't think they just suddenly said, oh, that's you're enough. not going to be able to be there anymore. <laughs> I think that's exactly what they did. Because they had they they had made allowances for the Ayatollah, they made allowances for Louis Farrakhan. They have horrible things being said by other people, and yet they're not being taken down. But the president is. Now, should there be limits on what the president can say? You bet. If he if he's going to incite violence and he's going to uh, promote insurrection, obviously you stop that. But you know, so is Louis Farrakhan. He's demanding the destruction of Israel and the Ayatollah. They're not good people. I didn't say they were good people. I'm talking about Donald but they're not Trump banned. They're the not banned. And the fact that companies took their money away from the Republicans because they were going to lose money if they uh, the people are against the Republicans right now. And I say if you're if you're if you defend Trump, you're not a Republican because Trump's not a conservative. Republicans are conservative. I know you guys, you're conservative. From moderate to very, but you're conservative, and Trump is not. Well, you say the people are against the Republican Party. Would you like, you always say to me, you don't want all liberals lumped together, and we saying we know how you feel and how you act, but you're more than willing to lump all the Republicans together in that group. Oh, no, 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 I didn't do that. Uh, uh, the companies did. Chase uh, Sachs and all those banks. And Is they, that right? Do you support uh, that? The, the, Do you support that? that? Do you support that action? Uh, that they with yeah. I'll tell you when. Well, then uh, you're, you're just as guilty as they are. My favorite beer. <laughs> my favorite beer is still Lord Chesterfield. I quit drinking Lord Chesterfield and paying for Dick Yingling's uh, love of Trump the moment he took him on. Uh, four years ago, and I have to tell you, except when somebody brings some, uh, one around, I do not drink a Lord Chesterfield because I believe I should vote with my wallet, and that's the way uh, these companies are voting, with their bottom line. So we all, instead of being tolerant of one another and supportive of one another and trying to educate one another, we just boycott one another. Oh, brother. Come uh, on, yeah, hey, <laughs> uh, that's it, Joe, exactly. Okay. That, I believe that sort of ramble that you just did also <laughs> has a negative connotation in a debate, and if it were a debate, now you'd be thrown out of the room. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. That's yes, a legitimate you point. Yes, you would. You'd get thrown no, out. That's <laughs> a legitimate end of story. Me, Joe, you would. You See, would, now you're advocating is... violence. I'd be thrown out of the room. Gently. <laughs> All right. I, Thank now, you wait so a minute. much. If you, if you said, oh, you know what, there's no sense in going on with this, Joe. I'm taking <laughs> way too much time, and you appear to think that diversion is going to work, and sometimes I think it does. It's not it's diversion. Not. It's just Thank another you, point of view, which is, I realize is, um, you know, horrible to most people on the left, but it is another point of view. Listen See, there you go. Oh most people God. on the left... Well, you said all, all the people are against the Republicans. I'm just echoing your sentiments in reverse. Thank you, Than. Thank uh, you, thank you, thank you. Don't respond. Just say, I love you guys. We'll talk tomorrow. <laughs> okay, this is WKOK Sunbury? Or <laughs> no, not not quite that far along yet, but all right. 
right. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate the call. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Upper right-hand corner. It starts here. Says Than deflects every time he calls. He deflects from admitting that Democrats encouraged and condoned the riots and mayhem last summer. They They must have because they didn't condemn them. And then this is another writer. And the Supreme Court has ruled yesterday that it will not expedite the remaining Trump election appeals. The Wall Street Journal states it is unlikely any of the remaining cases will be heard, and they provide a link to the story. And there's the, it's signed. Uh, oh, yeah, signed Bill from the Village of Dort. Bill, right. thank you for Thanks your for comments this morning. Yeah, we did see that. They refused to expedite both Pennsylvania's appeal and uh, one other one. So President Trump, where, quote, his judges... <laughs> help control the conservative court, uh, said no way we're expediting this. <laughs> we're not going to touch this with a 10-foot pole until later this month. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we got open phones. Uh, I guess we have time for this email, and then we'll hit the button. So even if you are in the mi- mindset that impeachment is justified, it will certainly drag into the first several weeks of Joe Biden's administration and will only slow down the process of getting people vaccinated and getting our new government appointees up and running. Is it worth uh, spending more time and money and resources on this process? I don't think so. Yeah, good question. Excellent question. Yeah, anything that gets in the way of vaccination is bad news these days. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We will be right back. 2020 was not what anyone expected. Nor did Sunbury Motors Kia think they would have their best new Kia sales in the last 22 years. SMC success is because of PPP. No, not the loan. But people, product, and price. We have the same great people. Now listen to the product and price for 2021. Choose from 11 2021 Kia Fortes starting at 18665 Saving you 2640 The Kia Sportage all-wheel drive is discounted up to 3775 Sportage is start at 23490 With 22 in stock. You have to see the all-new redesigned 2021 Kia Serrano. Now with available second-row captain's Buy this midsize all-wheel drive SUV for $31,990. 2021 will be even better because of PPP. People, product, and price. Sunbury Motors Kia on the Golden Strip. Routes 11 and 15, Hubble's Wharf. All right, right here, sir. Boom. All right. Trump fueled the fire last Wednesday, but I do believe there was a group of people there that had it uh, planned, and it was going to happen irregardless. Uh, <laughs> their word, not yours. Not mine, right. All right. Uh, that takes regardless us, would have been okay. Takes us to Eric. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. I truly believe that with great power comes great responsibility. That's I've been Luke. calling in this show. I've been calling in this show fairly regularly. I would say for the past three years, uh, I gave Mr. Trump about a year to kind of uh, see where things were going. Um, my my comments have been almost uh, universally. This president has not been acting presidential, and he just showed last week the epitome of that. Now uh, there is responsibility, uh, or or actions uh, require responses. Now, at this point, everyone is saying, oh, it's, uh, it's uh, too late now. We're just going to let him go. We're going to give him a, a mulligan because, oh, oh, because we need to heal the country now, whatever. No, no, no. He's the president of the United States. Joe, you want to liken what he did to, or, or you keep comparing him. Now, today we're comparing to Farrakhan or to, to, uh, to the Ayatollah 
No, uh, I'm comparing it, it, not to them personally, but their writings, the uh, uh, provocative okay. things they write. Okay, but but last week when I called in, very upset on Thursday, you likened what he did. Well, you said that happened before. Uh, the, uh, what happened that Congress happened before because there were four nationalists from uh, Puerto Rico who who attacked, and so this wasn't the first time. Right. They actually shot. They actually shot congressmen. They actually fired guns in the court in the uh, people's house and shot and wounded congressmen. And shots were fired last week too. But, but not by, by, by not by the, the demonstrators. Not by the demonstrators. They were fired by the Capitol okay, Police. But, but but now you're saying that after that rhetoric, you did not feel that that rhetoric uh, at all contributed to uh, his speech right before it happened. It was just happenstance that after he got done speaking, those people turned around well, you and marched on the Capitol. You haven't, been you haven't been listening to the program because I've said I absolutely believe he was responsible for some of the incitement. I don't but think you the just said, you let me let me explain. With, I with said that, that I said I don't think the words to me were insightful, but I think they incited people to do what they did. So you believe he did incite that riot? I believe that people heard his words and took actions that are terribly inappropriate. You can interpret them any did, way you want. Do you, do, you, do you believe that he incited that riot? Do you believe that what he said right before that had some cause and effect for what happened next? He's partially responsible, yes. Okay, so his actions then did incite that riot. Hence, partially. He is responsible, partially. Hence there should be some consequences. Sure there should. I said earlier they should be censured. I believe he should be censured in the strongest possible terms. But you do not think he should be impeached? Not not with seven days left to go. If he had a year and a half left to okay. go, yes, impeach him. But he has, what, seven, eight, nine days? It's not worth it. It's a distraction so, from so the people's business. Point. This is my point. It's not worth it because he should be getting a mulligan because he did it now. Now, or Mulligan's he, a duo. It's always, it's always um, been that way. Well, this is just Mr. Trump being Mr. Trump. Eric, a mulligan, a mulligan is, is a do-over. It means that you get to wipe the slate clean and start over again. I don't recommend giving him a mulligan uh, at, at, by any stretch what, of the imagination. So what do you think is going to happen four years from now when this is a faded memory and he comes forward and starts running for president again? I think what do you think is going to happen? I think the Republican Party will have, by that point, repudiated him completely. I think he will be totally ineffective as a world leader or uh, on the stage at all. I think his next four years are going to be consumed by people coming after his businesses and going after him in any way they can to try and eliminate him from being a force in the uh, national political debate. And I think they will succeed. And by then, a strong new leader will have emerged in the Republican Party, and, oh she, and she will run for president. To beat him. I wish I could believe that. From what I've seen locally <laughs> with my neighbors, when's the last time you've had a political candidate have their own flags and fly them? I see more Trump flags around here than I see the United States flag. That is scary. Well, one of my what neighbors had a one of my neighbors had a Biden flag. Scary. Hey, Eric, one of my neighbors had a Biden flag, <laughs> but only because one you of had them a Trump did. Sign. Is that right? Did two of them? Did three of them? I mean, I can't I can't drive along the strip or without seeing. Hundreds of, of Biden flag of uh, uh, Trump flags. Yeah, they're not coming down either. <laughs> doesn't that scare you? And what the actions of last week doesn't that scare you? It does me. 
Well, I, I don't know what their these, intent these is. I believe who, these people have swallowed his Kool Aid and will follow him blindly, just like the followers of Adolf Hitler did back in the 30s. Now, see, that's, again, a, that's I, an unfair compa- That's a very unfair comparison because is Donald it? Trump is not Adolf Hitler. He isn't cr- crucifying Jews or blaming any one group for his not his troubles. Troubles? Not yet. Not okay. yet. Okay. Right. All right. Thank you, Eric. That, that's because, excellent because stepping off point. We, and we must continue to try to curtail that power under the government and under the laws we have, and that includes impeaching him. I don't think he'll he'll ever be, uh, you know, that he'll be tried. I don't think, but the impeachment will take that next step and, and re- have Americans remember what happened on and aren't the, you at all, of January 2021. Aren't thank, you at all you, concerned that people, you, uh, you. that you'll make a martyr of him in some, in some See, quarters? Again, so, so, so there's the argument. Oh, he's too big to fail. He's too big to no, fail. No, I'm not saying that. I'm you just guys, saying... You guys want to give him a mulligan. You're playing right in there what he wants. We're Don't not going to give him... Nobody's going right, to give him a you, mulligan. A mulligan is a complete do-over. It's like saying the thing that happened never happened, and you start over again. If you were a golfer, I think you would get that term. Chris, you're on the mark. You want me to start over again, huh? <laughs> you get a mulligan. <laughs> well, you can pick up right where you left off, Chris. A mulligan, that's when you golf and then you get to, if you do If, you blow, if you, blow the, you blow the first shot, they wipe it off the books and you get and a that second was, shot. Uh, Joe's only valid point the whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's God bless you, Chris. You, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just love me? I do. It's we always fun when you call. Go ahead, buddy. Okay, Rip me apart. Joe, we'll cross-examine you now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the royal we. I'm listening. <laughs> Would you be upset if Congress impeached him? I think Congress will impeach him. I don't think they'll convict him. I don't think the Senate will That's convict. That's not the question. But I think would you be upset no, if I would he not, was convicted? And I I understand. I understand the reason behind it, and I think that he brought a lot of this stuff on himself, including this. You know, he he deserves, I think, to be censured. But I would certainly understand if the House does impeach him, and I would not find a great deal of fault with that, other than the fact that I think it's overreach and overkill. Well, it's not certainly not overreach. I don't see why it'd be overkill either. But well, it's overreach case, because uh, you did say the other day you wouldn't have been upset if uh, the Twenty Fifth Amendment was invoked. No, I wouldn't have been. And, and cabinet voted them out, so you were only upset if Congress did it. No, <laughs> it I, seemed I, to me. I, I, well, I guess. And, the, uh, <laughs> and you're assuming he's not going to do anything harmful in the next. Uh, uh, 14 days or whatever it is. I, I don't think he... I think he's so beaten down now, uh, and d- deservedly so. Yeah, it's just like uh, what, what the senator from Maine thought he'd learned his lessons from the first impeachment and would act much better now because he's impeached and he understands what a bad thing that was. Eight days. It was a different It was a different issue entirely. It was one where uh, that Russian hoax supposedly... <laughs> You know, but no, here, it had nothing to impeachment. That doesn't have anything to do with the Russian hoax, Joe. Yes, you don't did. even know what the impeachment was about. It was largely stemming that. from that, stemming from that. But listen, here's the thing: the president did something bad. He, he I don't think he deliberately incited okay, it, but he's partially responsible for it. All right, you tell me. From the very beginning, this isn't something new. This is what he was doing from the very beginning when he was running, encouraging violence criticizing judges because of their race, saying they couldn't be fair, that anything that was against him was false. He was a 
he was like this from the very beginning. This is nothing new. They had people there who were ready to execute the senators, the vice president, because of his rhetoric, because of his false claims of having won in a landslide and they're taking it away from, from me. He did all that, and he deserves impeachment for any of that. He need, deserves removal for a lot of that. And it all works together as one. And this, was, this, this could have been much, far worse than it was. We got off lucky. And he deserves the blame. And he deserves to be out of there. I'm listening. Okay, well, that's... Uh, I understand that's that, a valid point of view, Chris. I'm not arguing your point of view, you know, and, and I think we'll have to agree to disagree. I think it's a matter of the amount of time. I think it's a, it's a distraction from getting people vaccinated. It's okay. a distraction from Joe it's Biden. No, I listen to you. People I, I listen to you, Chris. Listen to me. I think it's important that the president-elect get every opportunity to get his agenda started, whether I like it or dislike it. I think the rest of this is a distraction. It's a matter of degree. You've got, what, nine days, Mark? Is that what you said? Is it nine days left? Eight. Eight days left. You know, what? what is the sense of spending all this time and money and fuss and further dividing the country if he would act up and I think go off the deep end or do something more terrible I think Vice President Pence and the cabinet would act yeah, at but, that point but, and two impeachments on your resume is going to look so spectacular that's why I think they should do it <laughs> all right Chris we'll give you the last word then we got to hit the hit a big break go right ahead okay well I I, I, I think you can't bring the country together until you do something to show that that this man was reprehensible in his actions. Right, impeachment. I think he already uh, demonstrated that himself. The attack on just just how he had the while one branch of government was being attacked by his followers that he gave a speech for, and his family did, and read Don Trump's rhetoric. It's even worse. And then you, juniors, that is. And, and he, went, oh, he went back to the White House, watched it on TV, and was enjoying it so much he, didn't, he couldn't be bothered to send any soldiers down there. All right. Thank you so much, Chris. That well alone said. is impeachable, and he should be out for. All right. We got you. Thank you, sir. Uh, Thank you very much. One of our texters says, Eric, nice. You had to go to the Hitler reference. How tolerant of you. You call Trump a tyrant, but tyrants don't have their speech blocked. That's a good point. They're in charge of this. They're in charge of it. Yeah. All right. We'll take a quickie break. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Change in tack. We're going to look for a last-minute caller here at this stage. So 1-800-795-9565. Van, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. And thanks for waiting. Well, good morning. That's an all-time record. That was over 17 minutes I was on hold. Yeah, I agree. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Anyhow, well, thanks for getting me on here. But, you know, the thing that will go down to me in history about Trump is he will be remembered as the first president ever to be threatened with impeachment before he ever took office. You know, you, we had the Russian hoax, all, all just all the garbage that he put up with, the constant attack from the media, and just, you know, and Trump's personality, I believe he needed that personality to get accomplished what he did. And I think he did a lot of good. And this vaccine that, that he pushed for and warp speed, and people can complain now about the vaccine not being distributed as effectively as what they wanted. But had someone else been in there, would this vaccine even be available? So there, there's some things to think about. Me personally, I don't believe Trump incited these people to do anything. I believe Trump does excite people. That's why he draws the crowds he does. From the videos I've watched online, I believe with all my heart that Antifa was mixed in with those people. I saw video clips where, where a guy was taking and starting to smash out a window, and other people in the crowd tried to restrain the guy from doing that. I don't believe they ever their intent was ever to go down there and do what what happened i believe what we're going to see probably coming up next week is more antifa mixed in probably disguised as trump people and trying to, to raise cane in, in cities throughout this country and with the the taking off of twitter of a lot of conservatives not just trump and they want to they want to blame trump on he was he incited the violence i don't believe he did i don't believe he bears any responsibility for that I believe in individual responsibility. Those people that did those things, a lot of them have been been brought to to the, the law already. I don't know what your take is on that. Well, the president admitted that he has partial responsibility, but he didn't incite them, you know, by saying, "Okay, and as soon as I'm done talking, please walk down there and bust your way in." He didn't do that, but he whipped them up into a frenzy so that when they got there, their group speak spoke for itself. You know, probably any one of those individuals, well, maybe the guy with with the handcuffs, those handcuffs zip tie thingies, uh, but all the rest of them didn't know that they were going to be going in there. I, I mean, I don't think. I don't think he whipped so, them into a frenzy. I because he said we're going to walk down there. If a frenzy would be, we're yeah. going to run down there. We're going to break the doors down. We use our momentum to get in the door. <laughs> I believe I believe a frenzy would be equivalent to what Maxine Waters did. If you haven't watched that video where she was inciting people to get in the, the faces of these people that were in Trump's cabinet and yeah. Republicans, whatever. And hey, Rand Paul and his wife were were attacked pretty much, and they were protected mm-hmm. by police. If it wouldn't have been for the police, what would have happened to them? Right. So, you know, this this whole thing of wanting to impeach President Trump, I believe the thing is that they do not want him to run in four more years. 
you said about a strong leader is coming. I, I will 100% guarantee you a strong leader is coming. I will guarantee it's going to be a man, though. And he's known, according to the Bible, as the man of sin, the son of perdition. He's the Antichrist. Oh, okay. So Don Jr. <laughs> All right, we got to take a last-minute caller. Thank you, Van. Thank you, Van. Appreciate yep. your call. Really call again. appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Dick, you get 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Well, we're, we're going to find out in the next two days what kind of a lesson uh, Trump le- learned by this whole thing. He's heading to Texas, not to the Alamo, but to Alamo, Texas. We'll see what kind of speech he gives and if he blames everybody else but himself. You think anybody? Will, he talks about the wall. I bet. He, I bet he goes off on the election. You think anybody will cover it, though? To be honest with you, Dick, I, I don't think. think the, I don't think they you will. Guys will. We'll find out. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, CBS. Call again tomorrow. We'll give you more time. Thanks. And the same with Van. We'll give you more time. We appreciate everybody's calls today. We went way over on almost every call. Well, except it's because Van. these are big issues. <laughs> We're going to open up the phones tomorrow. No guests scheduled, so you'll be the star of the show if you dial in. Rob Center will be fabulouser by then, even no doubt, if that's possible. This is WDKOK Sunbury, WDKOK News Time, 10 a.m. Time for Dan Patrick.